it's a little stock. Base all, take one. It's a big old fat motherfucker called. Blazing buzzer buttons. Big rigor inspection, spatial. Under my feet. Huh? Look, the biggest heavy band of all time. I wouldn't ask you to do a drum roll if your arm fell off. There was an incident with uh, the pyrotechnics. And Kirk! Squillions of dollars and squillions of people. How the fuck are you, Lars? Piddly wants and wills and needs. Lars Ulrich, drums and bongs. What the fuck does that mean anyway? I hate that fucking camera, man. Well, since we started. I'm talking about like a fucking live gig. You see this for, right? What really gets my dick hard. Mommy. Hey, this is Edwin Outwater, conductor and musical director of SNM2, and you're listening to And Podcast for All. Welcome back to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. What's new with you, buddy? Uh, you know, just got done eating some food, starting a, a new diet. Uh, what? More of a lifestyle change. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Rock stars don't diet. Podcast hosts don't change their lives. What have you done? I am doing an animal-based diet. It's not really a diet because I'm not trying to necessarily lose weight, but it's animal-based, so I eat meat, organs... Raw dairy, fruit, and honey. Raw honey. This sounds like nothing of how I've known you the past 11 to 12 years. What what happened? You know, just trying to change things up a little bit and try something new. It's and... that wedding, isn't it? No, not the <laughs> wedding. So you're not trying to lose weight. You're just trying to change your style. More. I mean, I'll definitely probably lose some excess weight from all the junk food that I won't be eating. Okay. Um. You know, I I decided to give up caffeine. I've been off caffeine for about a month now. I haven't had coffee. That's not which easy. Is crazy. No, it's not. I, I still I, I, that was worse than quitting smoking cigarettes. You know, I smoked for eleven years, and granted, I wanted to quit when I when I quit smoking, but you know, I didn't really get the cravings too bad. Every single morning, I wake up and I look at the coffee pot because obviously Amanda still drinks coffee, and I'm like, ugh. So is this the diet that Hetfield went on like 10 years ago? Uh, it's like a modified version. So he did the carnivore diet. Like that's what they were talking about on Rogan. Mm-hmm. And that's basically just meat and fat and salt is really what is predominant in the carnivore diet. Uh, it's not quite the keto diet either because your body's not in you know a constant state of ketosis. So how long do you have to do this for? Me and my cousin, we're going to try it for a month, so we're going to do it all of September. Ooh. I just got some desiccated organs, so there's supplements. It's like beef, liver, pancreas, heart, all that, and then I'm also going to be eating that as well, along with meat and other things. So if I just eat Chipotle for 30 days, I can say I'm on the Jeff Winslow diet. It's, it's just meat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is white rice included in there with a the burrito? Uh, you know, you can have a little bit of white rice, actually. Okay. There are certain things. It's just you stray away from a lot of like leaf vegetables and seeds and all that shit. It's that stuff will kill you. Caffeine. 
Oh, I can't live without it, though. I, I wouldn't be able to function. I wouldn't be able to record. I wouldn't be able to edit. I wouldn't be able to talk to you if I didn't have my, my hourly sugar high. I'll be honest. I've felt more energetic since I gave up drinking caffeine and coffee and energy drinks and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. So well, I think dude, there maybe maybe there is a method to this madness. We'll see. I'm going to kick off our episode tonight, not only with your diet, but right out of the gate with free speech for the dumb. Yes, I think that needs to be addressed because you tagged me in something earlier and it it left me speechless. Do you think you know what I'm talking about? I think I have a very good idea. Yeah. Free There's some interesting things going on in this world. For the dumb, the most ridiculous thing you've seen on the internet this week, it involves jizz jewelry. Jizz jewelry. Double J. Jizz jewelry. Should they, they should call it low jewelry. I have to read this to you. People are turning semen into wearable pieces. So next time you dump a load, consider upcycling instead of just aiming for that saddled sock, Jeff. Who the shit uses a fucking sock still? Let me read this to you. Jeweler and sculptor Amanda Booth crafts intricate pieces out of semen samples sent to her workshop by clients, which she dries and powders before molding into trinkets. Wow. <laughs> Have you been mailing your samples to her, Jeff? No, no. This is not the business that Phil and I ordered. <laughs> She's also making wearable pieces out of cremated remains, locks of hair, and breast milk. Well, then. She explained, quote, fresh samples are one thing, but when they've been in the mail for a little bit, I mean, it smells. You know what I mean. I, I would think so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some kind of stench there. You, you cannot make this stuff up. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What? We, um, we have, a, we have a drop-in guest. Is this Mike Mueller a dropping in? Hey, boys. How's it going tonight? <laughs> Well, hello there, Mr. Mueller. Thanks thanks for dropping in. We didn't think we were going to hear from you. Dude, I, hold on. Hold on a second. I got to pull over. There's a goddamn turtle in the middle of the road. I don't want to run <laughs> over this slow motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just we about ha- to uh, pop off and uh, stop at a McCafe refuel and figured I'd just say hello on my way back to Mascuta. Um <laughs> We were just at the Ramstein. You boys fan of Ramstein? <laughs> Yeah, Ramstein. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Ramstein. Uh, yep. Yeah, we, uh, me and James Hatfield, not a James Hatfield with an A, like Hatfield and McCoy, not Hatfield. <laughs> History lesson for you fellas. <laughs> me and him went to see Ramstein, and man, I just had one too many blackens. Well, was was it a good show, Mike? We're not even to our guest yet. We're going to Long Island City, which is practically downtown Manhattan today. But you just interrupted and installed the show, so tell us all about it. I was good, you know. Uh, typical Ramstein bullshit, fire, <laughs> uh, blackouts, James Hatfield. Uh, that covers maybe it. a bit, a bit, a bit of German. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but not like not like World War II German. Like it's <laughs> they welcome the Jews. Oh my god. <laughs> They get a so bad all, rap with that Duhas shit. So did you did you drive from Muscoot all the way to Minneapolis, Mike, and the Beretta made it? Always. I, I actually got a very nice Nissan Altima that we rented uh, <laughs> because the Beretta it had built too much beef castle for the Beretta to handle. So 
Got the Ultima. And a little bit of oil. There's a little bit of after stank grease from my filet of fish and Hatfield's Big Mac, but we'll get it clean. <laughs> I don't even know what to say there, Mike. I, I appreciate you dropping in. Any, uh, any future concerts uh, on the horizon? No, but the big breaking news is I think I'm going to form a militia. And I'm toying with <laughs> Mueller's Militia or Met Fans Mike Mueller. So it's a play on my last name. Get it? <laughs> but un- oh. But anyhow, I don't want to interrupt you boys. I'm going to, uh, excuse my French, but I'm going to make like a banana and get the fuck out of here. I got to get back to Mascuta. Got to be at the factory early tomorrow. Well, appreciate you dropping in, Mike. We're going to get back to our uh, regular scheduled programming. Always good to hear from you. Uh, the Podcast for All family always loves hearing from Met fan, Mike. And uh, 100%. Maybe we'll see you soon, man. The Mulecia. I'm going to go get refueled on McCafe's and then get back to the grind. I'll see you on the road. All right. We'll <laughs> see you later, Mikey. Bye, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Oh. That's just too good. Thank, thanks, Mike, for dropping in. We 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 love unannounced guests. <laughs> Where was I before that interruption? I don't know. I think we were on our way to the East Coast, though. We've talked enough about semen jewelry. Met fan Mike Motor Breath makes an appearance. Jeff's on a diet. It's season nine, episode 11, 9-11. How fitting, 9-11. We're going to New York tonight. Did- wow. Way to go, bud. You planned that, didn't you? I, honest to God, didn't. It just crossed my mind when I said 9-11. Did you, you know where Long Island is, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Did you know there's a Long Island city? A Long Island city on Long Island? I never knew it until our guest tonight said, I'm from Long Island City. Yes, that's not a typo. It's an actual city. And when you look it up, it's damn near in Manhattan, but technically on Long Island. I guess I didn't know that. Did Long Island iced teas actually come from Long Island? <laughs> I think that's the question of the night. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> Write in and let us know, people. Podcastforall at gmail.com. You, the fan, come on the show, drive the discussion, choose the topics. Are you ready to go to Long Island City? Let's just call it, call it LIC, Jeff. L-I- that reminds me of like Liberty City. Oh, the good old days of Liberty City. Wasn't that the OG? Uh, yeah. Was Liberty the OG city in that game? It's been the OG. Okay. Without further ado, Season 9, Episode 11, Long Island City, a fan since 1991. Please welcome Mr. Rob Sorrentino. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys. How's it going? Everything good? How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for uh, wanting to share your story. You've been a fan since 91. Is that correct, Rob? That is correct. 1991. Let's just get right to it. What's your what's your first memory of the band? When did you discover them? When did you see them live? I mean, that was we're talking thirty plus years ago now. <laughs> yeah, uh, first memory was honestly the one video premiere on Headbangers Ball with the Adam Curry. Nice. I don't know if you guys remember that Adam Curry hosting Headbangers Ball. Yes, but uh, he did the intro, and that's the first memory I have when I became a fan. It was the ninety one MTV Awards them playing Sandman. Uh, okay. First time I saw them was uh, 98, so a little late. Obviously, I was only like 10 oh, or yeah. 11 when I got into them, but um, July 17th, Giants Stadium, 98. A little reload action. A little re- poor retouring me. Nice, nice. Yeah. At the time, not realizing how rare that set list was going to be someday. <laughs> yeah, really. 
because they play Do you like remember almost... what song they opened up that that tour with rob red fan yeah do you hear that jeff <laughs> no I'm, i signed out for a minute i missed that <laughs> and jerry cantrell and days of the new were kicking things off rob yeah that is true yes that's a that was a great era of the of of cantrell yeah i was gonna say of Alice and chains but of what can what Ugh, of what Cantrell was doing at the time, that was some solid shit. Yeah, and then I saw him actually, I actually saw him on the next tour, which was the second album, which was the one that uh, Trujillo played on, and that was when he went on tour, and the guitar player was William Duvall, and that's how uh-huh. that, I guess, that chain started. Yep, that ca- that came around full circle. Yeah. I love Duvall. I, it's just I do too. I think he's a great fit for Alice in Chains. He's not I, lame, I but he's damn good. Week. <laughs> he's very yeah. good. He's not lame, but, but he's style damn good. and just in his stage present. I mean, yeah, it's not lame, but just what he brings, and I think him not trying to be lame is what makes that group so comfortable. Yeah, yep. And Absolutely. he just he has that he has that like perfect just rock star persona. You know what I mean? Not like not in like a, a cocky or arrogant way, but like you see that dude and you're like, yep, that dude's a fucking rock star. I saw Cantrell. Uh, I want to say 97 or 98, believe this, Jeff, at first Ave. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. And and that was one of the best, not club show, but, you know, it could have been a theater, could have been, you know, something a little bit bigger, but, you mm-hmm. know, intimate show. That mm-hmm. was that was one of the best non-arena stadium shows I think I've ever seen, and I don't know if they'll be topped. Yeah, especially at first Ave, just to be able to see Jerry there, you know what I mean? And considering... You know, even at the time he was an icon. Now he's, you know, iconic legend. <laughs> he's a legend to, to, now. Yeah. <laughs> to hear those tunes in a club that size, it was, it was, it was fucking tight. I'll That's never cool. forget that. My brother brought me. The same week that I saw Moby at first, Evan, it was terrible. Moby, <sighs> the the bald guy. Yeah, that guy. He was at first Ave. Yes. Oh, times were times were tough in the nineties for Moby. The only thing I remember about that show is he had some banter when he said he went into Walmart and urinated all over the record section. Oh my Sounds God. like Walmart and <laughs> Moby urinating. Jeff. I don't live in Fridley. <laughs> Sorry, Columbia Heights. I don't live there either. No, I'll say I'm there too. <laughs> Rob, 91. Uh, going back to the Adam being the headbangers host, just think of him before Ricky took over. God. Wow. Not that I'm trying to date you, but that was like the the original show. Yeah, he had that like Peggy Bundy hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> he had like the bump it and everything. Well he had the hairspray and everything. That's very true. And I remember Dora Pesh was the guest on the show. I don't know That's if you guys damn good memory, man. Yeah. Damn That's a damn good memory. That is. <laughs> How often were they playing one on MTV back then when it came out? Was it hourly or? Um, it was mainly was on MTV. It was just weekly. Bi-weekly. It was mainly on the Headbangers Ball. Um, okay. Obviously, because obviously because of the gnarly stuff in the video. But yeah, and other than that, it was, hey, prob- could, it was probably like that top movie ten from Blockbuster. <laughs> other than it was probably like the top ten. I don't even know if they had the top ten countdown at the time. Well, MTV is what thirty. Eight years old now, and it's been playing music videos for eleven years. Yeah, pretty right. much. There's always that. There's always that meme you see on their birthday. 
Yeah, and each year it's just another year goes up, and they add on another year. And <laughs> MTV turned thirty-eight. It was a great eleven years of sharing music videos. I mean, music videos, though, if you think about it, it's it's all YouTube, anyways, TikTok, mm-hmm. and all that shit. They should have yeah, changed that's the, the name of it, though. That's where the guys were genius with the last record, and they just did all YouTube videos for every song. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a great point. How many times have you seen them live, Rob? Uh, 16, 16 nice. times. That's a good, it'll be 17 next, about. uh, this month. It'll be 17 in a couple of weeks. Global citizen show. Global citizen. Yeah. Out of those 16, what are some of the highlights? Oh, well, definitely the first show, um, mm-hmm. hearing bleeding me, which was, Absolutely. which is my favorite song. That was our guest's favorite song last week. <laughs> favorite song Still to this bleeding. day, bleeding me. It's just everything about that song is perfect to me just the intro the i could the agree with heavy you. chorus you know the bridge everything um and then i did um uh, what was it um i gotta say probably msg 09 those those were okay. some pretty good shows uh the garden at the garden that uh, i have a bucket list to see a concert or even better yet a fight at Madison Square Garden. I want to go so bad. I've never been there. I just because of how iconic that building is. Yeah, the sa- the sound is incredible for concerts there. Um and definitely go to see definitely to see go see both. Um cuz I I I'm I go to I'm a wrestling fan, so I go see wrestling there all the time. I think I just heard some pussy. Yeah, we got cat. <laughs> <laughs> we got cat. He just ran by. There you go. Metallic cat. MS. Metallic. Is, is that the cat's name? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeff, does does the sound or the acoustics of a fight make a difference in an, in an arena? I've never asked you that. No, I wouldn't say necessarily. It's it's not what it's really about. Obviously, it's not I'm about just the teasing sound. you. Is the ring mic'd? Like, there's microphones around the ring or the octagon? To a certain extent, you know, for TV and whatnot, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's not quite like wrestling. I actually have seen uh, a WWE event before, and like, I'm pretty sure they have microphones up by or underneath because when they slam someone down, you can mm-hmm. you can hear it in the in the arena. But yeah, I don't know. It's. I just, I'd love to see any kind of an event at Madison Square Garden. I, I really don't care what it. I go see a fucking play there. <laughs> You're like, I'll go see a Nick a Knicks game. <laughs> right? oh. I'll see the Knicks take on the Timberwolves. If it's at MSG, and I'm in. Tickets That's are only five hundred bucks, right? <laughs> That's the That's one, one I'm that... giving you for your wedding. Knicks tickets. <laughs> Knicks tickets <laughs> at Madison Square. He's like, oh, by the way, enjoy your plane yep. tickets to New York. You'll be sitting right next to Spike Lee courtside. I want to. I would love to sit courtside at a basketball game someday. That's another bucket list. Sit next to Kevin Hart. All right, Rob. Ninety-eight. Bleeding Me is your favorite song. Madison Square Garden. G- give us some more highlights from that sixteen live shows. And Buffalo and Pittsburgh don't count. Definitely hearing Dire Z at the Garden. That was definitely a. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, that now was we're talking. Ju- that Jeff's was gigantic. favorite solo. Um. Is that no nine? Oh nine. 09 uh okay. november of 09 and this was the craziest part of that show those two shows 
is the first day it was raining in like 30 degrees and the next day it was about like 60 degrees and like mm-hmm. beautiful sunshine it was the weirdest thing um that sounds like minnesota daily. yeah <laughs> <laughs> orion 2012 ride the lightning oh, nice. back to front um nice hearing escape damn you've seen some memorable shit <laughs> <laughs> the only time escapes ever been played very jealous wow and you got to hear that that's yeah cool. uh webster hall 16 um oh that's that's up there yeah that holds a special place uh because i didn't score tickets to it and i just went down on a whim and got in so that nice. was and seeing them that close and that tight and in that kind of a personal space right. was insane yeah that place is tight that's yeah a, that's a small joint that'd be like I think 800 people i think it, yeah like 800 mm. people 800 people i think it was yeah, that's even smaller than first mm-hmm. half i think that's when they debuted moth wasn't it that was the debut of moth yeah yeah that was a special show orion like on cliff's anniversary louisville 19 i remember having dinner and i was like you know they haven't played harvester yet this rant this leg of the tour you know this the batch of the shows fourth song and they mm-hmm. start playing harvester and i was like wow <laughs> and i was just like done um halo on Hashtag fire winning was in there um battery live. the live metallica cds like of every show i've been to and stuff like that just pictures from the show just a way to remember it without you know bogging the memories and stuff like that so i just you know print out pictures print out the show posters small stuff i'll show you the, the latest one i did buffalo already <laughs> Bufalo. Bufalo. You gotta make sure that you Bufalo. remember that shit in case you get Alzheimer's. Exactly. <laughs> Bufalo. It's like so little small shit. Show. Little small things like you see all the stuff, like set list, all that stuff. Oh, I see it. And that's I basically see how it, there. Yeah. Flying Even a the Buffalo. Delta tickets made the scrapbook. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So every every show you've been to has got a story and a scrapbook for it. Pretty much. That's, so you have sixteen scrapbooks? Some serious work, man. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, some are less than other ones. I've only got more elaborate on the late latest ones because I've just taken right, so right. many more pictures of things that we've done before the shows, and you know, meeting up with people. So just not Metallica like travels, travels, family, yeah, all that things. stuff. You even got your Delta Airlines ticket in there. <laughs> It even it started in hey, Delta's comfy. The traveling the traveling really started in eighteen or nineteen. I remember they they did the indoor worldwide and they did Albany. And I went to Albany. I was like, that show just wasn't enough. I was so upset. I anytime they play Fight Fire with Fire, I love it because Fight Fire with Fire was the second song I ever heard by Metallica, other than actually, sorry, by third song I ever heard by Metallica, other than Enter Sandman and One. You just like it because you like to hear Trujillo go, wah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, there we go. <laughs> and they had the, the um, they would they would play Spit one night, and then they would play a classic the next. And I was like, oh, they played a classic in Buffalo. They're going to play Spit the second night. And they threw Fight Fire in. And I was like, the one night I want Spit, and I don't want Fight Fire, they play Fight Fire. That's how you the, know he's heard some great songs live, because not many people right. <clears throat> are going to say, no, I don't want Fight Fire with Fire. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say they haven't heard it yet, and it just boggles my mind. I've heard Fight Fire with Fire. Out of the 16 shows, I've heard it probably eight times. 
batting 500, man. Jeff, you walk into a show. It might be your last show. Spit or fire? Take your pick. Ooh. Uh, As we sit here right now. I'm going fire. Okay. That should wow. be the voting for all. Just like just, that? Just like that. I, I I had one, but I like that. You I'm walk not in... Talking- I'm not talking favorite song. I'm just talking as we sit here today, September 1st. You walk into a show right now. After all the shows you've played and all the shows that the three of us have seen together, you, you get to you get to text the band and pick yeah, one song. I'm going Spit fire. fire. I'm going okay. fire. Wow. Obviously, Robert's probably going to pick Spit Out the Bone. I'm going to go Spit. What are you going with, Shane? As I sit here right now at this very second at 11.32 p.m., spit out the bone. Wow, out the two bone. out of three. I'm I'm with Rob. I've seen fight a lot. Fair enough. I just like and the song better. It. I like the song better, too, but as I'm, as I'm sitting in an arena right now, knowing that they play fight a little bit differently these days. Right. And knowing Fair that enough. spit probably won't be played a lot in the future, I'd actually go with spit. Yeah, you do bring up a compelling argument about not hearing it in the future. You Damn. know what song I'm really missing, and I thought about this the other day as it came on randomly, that we might not hear again? What's that? And I think it's one of one of the best songs on the record, Atlas Rise. Oh, oh yeah, no, that song is, that song will get retired just like that was, or not, well, that was just your life, obviously did, but um, the end of the line. End of the line. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't I don't see us hearing that song anytime soon. I want all the obscure songs that were once regulars to come back into a set from like the nineties to now. I agree. Like they need but to do a set just of when those. You, when you don't hear Atlas for a while, and I'll admit I got burned out on hearing it for the dozen shows I heard on the Hardwired tour. Mm-hmm. When that's gone now and you haven't heard it for months on end and it comes on. There's no fucking wrong with that song. I mean, realistically, Hardwired, Moth, and Halo will probably be the only ones that get played from that record moving forward. Yes. yes. Halo's my favorite song from that record, but Atlas is... That's one of the best tunes in a long time from them. That's a close second for me. You know, Dream No More, Atlas, it's between those ones. Revenge is up there for me. Revenge is up Which there one? for me. Revenge. Don't hear that one very often. Yeah. No, Rob just likes it because there's a bunch of animals that are cooking in the music video. <laughs> the video is not. The video is really crazy. <laughs> yeah, they went a it? little kangaroo or some of deer in the kitchen. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then actually hearing what that Here that that song me- meant, it's pretty crazy. I don't know if you guys, if it was a story about some. I think a kid that mm-hmm. got killed or something like that and it was a mm-hmm. hetfield wrote it from the perspective of the parents i believe it was. it was a drunk driver issue yeah do you guys like the fact that they made a music video for every song off that record or did you find it to be a little excessive there's a couple of them that are like maybe it's just because the song is a maybe on the little bit of the lackluster side but i don't know i felt like it was a little like I could like have a, seen, I could like have seen a video for a man unkind and am I savage? It's like really, right? Yeah, confusion was a little too reminiscent of uh, day that never comes for me. That was yeah. where it got a little repetitive. 
where I was kind of like That's a good comparison. Yeah. I guess and I, I can I can see that. I never really thought about that, but I can see it was what you're either, but yeah. that's, it was more about the depression and anxiety and stuff like that, but it was very similar in the look. I could see them doing a music True. video for we'll say the A side of the record, disc 1, doing all the music videos for that because let's face it, Disc one is definitely the superior the disc. On, well, yeah, it's it's like the, hardwired through Halo. Yeah, I could yeah. see them doing that, and then you know not doing it, or if they're going to do it for disc two, maybe doing it for Spit Out the Bone, because I would argue that that's the most popular song off of side two. Agreed. No, that's a, that's a, that's that's some good thoughts there. I always thought of the confusion video as the PTSD video. That's what I called it. Yeah. yeah. PTSD, depression, anxiety, stuff like that. Great video. Especially when the office blows up with all the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, that's that's the end voting for all. As you sit here present day, spit out the bone versus fire. Yeah, fire. I, I, I like it. And you came up with it, so it's your end voting for all this week. Why am I doing all the work? You're you're just sitting here, just taking the co-pilot seat, just chilling on some McCafes. I'm oh wait, just, you don't drink caffeine anymore. I'm just pretending. Oh, by that the way, my... by the way, Met Fa- Mike Mueller texted me earlier today. He said we got to break that record, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> he knew you were going to be on, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah. As we, as I look back at last week's vote, <laughs> the funny thing is, Jeff is I'm trying to find the the uh, cyanide versus hardwired debut in voting for all. Yeah. And I'm looking through your text today and there's a lot of flight simulator videos on here from you and Bob O'Rourke. Oh, there was some, that was funny that you actually found the Rocky steps. Yeah. I landed on them. <laughs> it landed <laughs> on them. <laughs> and the Goonies house. I was going to text you because I, I have, you know, read articles about dangerous airports. I think, uh, Tenzin Hillary in uh, Tibet is like one of the most dangerous. Yes. I was going to text you earlier and say you should land. The flight's I see in land. there. I want to see you land like a big ass jet in there. <laughs> see if I can get her stopped in time. <laughs> right. Uh, put, put that on my list of things to do. That was fun today earlier with you and O'Rourke. What we need video proof. <laughs> uh, the unvoting for all from last week, 9.10. Hardwired 61% to cyanide's 39%. Kind of how I thought that would drop. Wow. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise oh. me at all. The vote I had this week, it was it was pretty decent, but we'll save it for next week. I like I like what you did there because it's literally right here, right now, as you're listening to the episode or you're seeing this on Instagram. What are you I like feeling? It. I like it. It's a good one. Voting for all pulls open Thursday morning, closing late Thursday night with results on Friday. <laughs> Rob, we understand that you you have uh, taken the Dream No More train to week two. Yes. In season nine, because you do have a dream no more set list. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I... We get to do this again? All right. <laughs> I, I dream going two weeks in a row there, yeah. Jeff. I really enjoyed bringing it back, so I'm excited <laughs> for this. I didn't I didn't know you had one. Yeah. I listened to the episode, I think it was yesterday, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I think I could probably do one. He's like, you know what? I have a dream. What's that? Yeah. To have a dream. What's up? <laughs> to have another dream. And I did uh, six, <laughs> 16 songs. So modern day, obviously, you're imagining the boys in their age, their seasoned veterans they are. John (laughs) Pebbler last week from Charleston also had 16 songs and also had Bleeding Me as his favorite song. So just just keep the train rolling, dreamers. 
Uh, you know, before be, before you start this, because Shane just brought it up again, and I don't want to forget your favorite song, Bleeding Me. Mm-hmm. We got to go the opposite of that. What is your least favorite song? <laughs> what is the song that should not be? Um, you had to have known this was coming. Yep, I did. Um, yep, I see, did. He, 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 did, he did his homework. And it, I'm still thinking about Met Fan Mike's phone call we just had. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have some pick raffles. That's Some big cafes. <laughs> That was definitely the highlight of the uh, the uh, Snake Pit and Stag episode, Larry. <laughs> oh no, not Trying Larry! Trying to get a fillet of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Some kids on a scooter over here. <laughs> I definitely gave this one a lot of thought, and it's probably going to get a lot of shit. Um, Good. We suicide like and Redemption. Ooh, for an opener? No, 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 no. no, no. He's the song that should not be. Oh fuck! I am. He see a breathalyzer. I'm way off. Shane needs a McCafe. He needs to check in here. <laughs> see, I already have one through sixteen written down over. Oh right man, there. I'm I'm way off my game. You know me, Shane. I'm always derailing the train here. Sorry. So you're just fucking me up. The song <laughs> that should not be is an instrumental, Rob. Wow, we're yeah. put you in the same plateau as Dino. Oh. Yeah, but Orion's a much better song. Orion's way better. <laughs> It's a much better song. Dino, you're still drunk in the Windy City. Sorry, bud. Pizzle's going to send us a text. He's going to be he's not going to be happy about this suicide and redemption deal going on here. Yeah, I did just Pizzle had uh, all four instrumentals on his dream no more. He did. He he he's likes like, We don't need vocals tonight. He doesn't want to hear Jimbo <laughs> sing. <laughs> suicide and redemption, the song that should not be. Yeah. Are, is there is there a reason why, Rob? There's a there's a I just a, feel it's just old it, ex-girlfriend in your life that no. loved that song or what happened <laughs> um no he just got fucking bored that's kind of a good way to put it jeff <laughs> um it's just too repetitive i, don't I know, like the just, song but there's at times where i listen to it and i'm like all like right and then the outro is just like two minutes of oh my god I think it's a good uh, song, but I can see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. I can definitely. It's the only redeeming It's kind of like To Live about... Is To Die because To Live Is To Die is very repetitive, too, if you think about it. But that interlude is so fucking good that yes. it doesn't matter. That that same riff could go on for 20 minutes, and as long as it has that interlude in it, yes. we're good. You know what I mean? Because the China symbol is cutting in the mix. Right. <laughs> that was one of the first songs I learned how to play on the guitar. To live is to die. Oh, song. lives to die. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you learn suicide and redemption. So, would you say <laughs> what was the only saving grace for suicide and redemption? Hetfield soloing in it. That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. But that song like, again has a usual, good, you know, not his usual oh, harmony solo. It was actually like you know a pretty shredding solo. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now that riffs in my head. It's got some catchy parts in it. You know the you know the little lick near 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 that part. Yeah, that part I like. That reminded me. That's of good. And there's right, and that part is you know for me personally, it's kind of like how to live is to die is where it's like I can kind of push aside all the repetitiveness of the song because of how catchy that is in the, mm-hmm. you know, just everything about that. But yeah, I, I like I said, I, I see where you're coming from. 
Yeah. Interesting choice, and I, I hope people write in for that because I don't think we've ever had anybody pick that for the song that should not be. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, dream No More? <laughs> Alright, Dream No More, Rob. I'll shut up now. <laughs> Shane Oroki, the instrumental version. Riffs. Yeah. I, dude, I could start singing just riffs. Name a riff, Jeff. Name a riff, Rob. <laughs> Uh, name a riff. R- riff just, a just name a song. Does it does it have to be a Metallica song? No. <laughs> Look it up by and Kiss. I'll tell you how it goes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can think of the rhythm part. I can sing it, but I want to. I want to do the instrumental version. The the hard part about Kiss is all I think about is what Paul, Paul is singing. Paul Stanley voice. <laughs> yeah, just, Don't run away till you know <laughs> me you got to live like you're on vacation. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Man. Give me a Metallica song and I'll Shane Aroki the instrumental. Man, give him give him the old Eddie Munson. Let's hear him. Let's who who can do it better? Did Eddie do it better <laughs> oh, on the BC Richard does Shane does Shane do it better on Shane Aroki? <laughs> Let's give him the disposable heroes. That's pretty good, but he did say disposable. Let's hear what you got on disposable. Notice he he puts the symbol in as he's doing the guitar riff, but then he puts in the... It, that was exactly what I hummed to myself when I played it on drums. Doo-doo chas, the double bass into the crack. So he's like, you know, I'm going to mix a little bit. Of, see, he's multi-talented. He mixed the guitar and the drums in there. Oh, there's the All right. That was drums and guitar. That was that was good. All right, Rob. It's your turn. If you can, this is you can not te- Shane's show. This is Rob's episode from Rob, Long Island. Exactly, CD. Rob. If you want, you could even Shane Aroki eyes your Dream No More set list. You could sing it all to us. <laughs> um, first song would be "Spit Out the Bone." Oh wow! Opening yeah. with "Spit." Um, no hanging into that. end of the line. Yes. Oh, the two slot. I love it. Just like it's the only place that song belongs. Like, I really like that. Even where it goes. I like yes. that 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 number one and number two. That's perfect. Yeah, and then uh, this is like the 40th anniversary set list. It's close. It's very close. Uh, okay. A hang into fuel. Uh, okay. Through the never. Yeah. Oh. Bleeding me. Okay. I was just gonna sing that. Of course, you gotta have bleeding me in there. Oh yeah, in the five slot, and in then the suicide slot. and redemption. <laughs> uh, frantic. Oh really? Whoa! Frantic. Bleeding into frantic. Well, I wouldn't. It can I be wouldn't, done. I wouldn't hang into frantic. Oh, you'd have to do a little banter. Yeah, definitely it. a little See, banter. He, he said no He's a true fan. He knows what's going on. No hang. Uh, obviously, into killing time. <laughs> yes, yeah, that'd be interesting tuning. <laughs> Frantic to killing Jeff. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, creep. 
a guitar change on the fly. Yeah. On the fly. Creep. Creep. After that. I love that you threw in Killing Time. I had that on mine like 47 years ago. Still is on mine. Um, You guys catch Creep? Creeping Death? Oh, yeah. Creep, yep. Killing Creep. Kill Creep. Yeah. One. All right. Uh, Oh, no. Hang into Matt. The hang into master, obviously, how they do it. Um, Dude, you're not going to get hate for this. This is a solid list. Yeah. Intro tape, fight fire with fire. All right. Wow. Uh, so fight is in there. So you, he, he decided to I do both. Two, He's like, I'm sure we're telling them both mine. Fire and spit. Uh, spit some fire. Bells. I like bells late. I like um, nothing else matters. Hang into Sandman. Dude. Oh, see, now you lost me. Dude, it's just like we're in uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh. And as, oh, an wait, en- at the top. As, as an encore, it would be Clover and Seek. Clover, second Clover. to last. I That's like, cool. I like That's, that. That would catch everyone off guard. That made up for having uh, Sandman on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Spit, line, fuel, never bleeding, frantique, killing time, creep one, puppets fire, bells, nothing, Sandman. Clover Seek. I like that Clover second from the bottom. And Robert, do you have a specific venue in mind? Yeah, Hilton Head at your wedding. Yeah, see? Right on the beach. <laughs> Jeff's wedding. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's coming. They got the invite last week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can just say MSG. It's okay. Rob's living room with a cat. <laughs> that would be the ultimate. Some pussy. <laughs> yeah, do, you, do, you, do you have a backyard that they can perform in? No. I don't think there's backyards in Long Island City. Just. I, I wasn't Not thinking really. so either, but I didn't. I didn't know for sure if he was like city or if he was like you know. But if I had that. to choose a venue, probably uh, it just opened out here. I don't know if you, uh, UBS. It's the closest like indoor venue or Barclays. But I I probably UBS, UBS Arena in uh, Belmont, New York. Belmont. It's right on the edge of Jamaica Queens. That's where like one bedroom apartments are like eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god, dude, it's ridiculous. How far are you from Manhattan, Rob? Uh, ten minutes. Like ten minutes, easy. Ten minutes drive. Right? Ten minutes so drive. You, you're so like you really re- learned what inflation is. <laughs> Pretty much, because I was a uh, I was Things born and raised in Westchester in area, and, and then I came to a uh... oh that's White Plains. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been to White Plains. That is not a cheap community. No. You want a number two with a Coke at McDonald's, Jeff? Seventeen fifty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the airport. About even worse. Yeah, it's like it's like a twins game. Yeah, the guy last week, I think he brought up the fact that they play whiskey in uh, E flat. Um. Oh yeah, I never went back and did my homework and checked into that. Yeah, they they definitely Jeff played. In e, they definitely played in E flat, but. Okay. <clears throat> they used to play C. I don't know if you guys remember this. They used to play Seek and D for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was. So that they was, definitely do. The they do. They definitely do mess around with the tunings that? here and there. I want to say magnetic. They still play magnetic. The Kirk was, was or Kirk was rocking the Jackson, wasn't in he? The roads. Yep. And I know had, for a while we had played it in D as well. It, it's a little heavier. It's beef. Yeah, it's definitely beefier. in the scene. You know, speaking of Shane, I went back looking through old notes and I found 
the the Sturgis set list, and I didn't realize that. Uh, I think it was night one. We closed with Overkill. I forgot wow. about that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Loved it. I went back and I'm looking at the set, and I just started laughing. <laughs> and we debuted Overkill in Sioux City, Iowa. That's right. Yeah, I remember that much. <clears throat> oh man, good times. That 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 song on drums is <clears throat> trucking because it's constant doubles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. It's a whole almost the whole song. Such an easy song. All that song is 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 drums and vocals. I mean, there's guitar here and there, but when you think of the 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 meaty version of it, yeah, yeah, there's not. There's not a lot going on there. Overkill, yeah, overkill, overkill. Who's singing better, Lemmy or James? Or Shane. I can't sing that song. <laughs> Who's singing I can sing the drums to it. You gotta go Lemmy. Well, yeah, it's if you ask James, you know, I just saw a short, even though I've seen or listened to the episode before, but James, when he's on Rogan, and... Rogan goes, how do you handle with the fact that, like, you're essentially, you know, you're worshipped, you're so famous, you have hundreds of thousands of people screaming your name, and he, you know, James is talking about, he's like, well, it's probably how I picture Lemmy, you mm-hmm. know, like, he's this god, and he goes, his hero, but people see me on the street, and they want me to, you know, jump on the salad bar and headbang and stuff like that, and he goes, I'm just some guy, just like everybody else, <laughs> I'm just James at the salad bar at Fogo de Chao with my coaster on green. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's funny because any chance he can get that dude, he talks about Lemmy. That is definitely his heavy metal icon for sure. Yeah. I still haven't listened to Mustaine on Rogan. I'm a week behind now. i got to play catch up this weekend. you got to listen to it, man. You're yeah, he out. seems to be back on the hate train. Or at least the bitter bandwagon. And you know what? I... Oh, I hello, actually Rob, went back. I don't like playing New York. <laughs> I went back and listened to it. He doesn't say Kirk's a good guitar player. He says he's not bad. That's what he says. Oh, so it wasn't good. No, no. He goes, yeah, he's not a bad guitar player. I said Kirk is great. Mustaine last week said he's good, and now you said he's just not bad. I I, had, I saw, uh, again, a short of it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what he said. I had misquoted Mr. Dave Mustaine. Oh, I don't like Long Island City. There's too much traffic. <laughs> 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 Their new record comes out soon. I get this. Yeah, this new record's gonna be selling better than Hardwired. Oh, it's gonna sound more like Megadeth than Metallica. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Their last it sound- couple records haven't been bad. No, this some of the new stuff. It literally sounds like old school Megadeth. You close your eyes and you could swear it's like yes. 1986 again. It's like what the fuck? What was what- their last record? Refresh my memory. <sighs> That was Dystopia or Dystopia. whatever with Chris Adler on drums. That's a great mm-hmm. record too. I don't know the I don't obviously don't know the names well. I don't know the song titles well, but I've listened to that record five or six times, front to back, back to front. It's a badass record. There's a lot of great records There's from some Megadeth. Good tunes in there. They have some underrated albums. I always thought the System Has Failed and United Abominations, like they're kind of like comeback albums. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> highly underrated. I think it, two of their best records. They have some great material on there, and they've only, in my opinion, just gotten better and better. Throw Risk away, and the rest is damn good. I like Risk though. There's a few like songs on that record that I actually like, legitimately. That's guitar players, Marty Friedman, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's some really good stuff going on there. It's not the best Marty. record, but there's. But you two, both of you, have to agree that Cryptic blows Risk away. 
Absolutely. It does, but I, I found myself going back and listening to Risk more than Cryptic, even though I would really? say, oh, yeah. Dude, Cryptic's my go-to. Oh, wow. Your go-to? My go-to. I still feel like those songs are earlier, a lot of fun System to hear failed live, and too. United Abominations are my go-to. They are, Rob, and they play a lot off of Cryptic uh, yeah. live. Mm-hmm. They usually play Trust and Almost Honest. I don't know if they still play Use the Man, but they used to play She-Wolf. That, uh, She-Wolf. She also a great song. That, the best that version is still that, that, the that, that, one. Oh my god! The, the version with Al Petrelli, uh, the Rude Awakening, the live where one. Where they do yep. the harmon, yeah, they do the harmonized guitar solo with Jimmy DeGrasso doing his drum solo in the middle. Best version what? of that song ever. Yeah. What's the what's um? Oh, that's probably my favorite Megadeth lineup. Track honestly, th- it's track three about the man and the needle off a of cryptic. Use the man. Yes. Use yeah. the man. Use the man. That's what it is. Watch the needle. Yeah, it has that, has God, that weird intro. That. That's a Beatles intro, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Needles and pins, uh, needles and pins. Uh. I heard the other day <laughs> Jeff Winslow <laughs> turned to dust. That song. Like I said, I know what song you're talking about. Cryptic is good, <laughs> but I mean, think about Risk. The song "I'll Be There" or "Wanderlust," "Wanderlust," like no, those no. two songs Red line. for me. Yep, bread. Yes, that one's okay. Yep. Red line, but that record's about as powerful as the mouse is on the cover. Use the needle, watch the needle. Use Robert Sorrentino. <laughs> the world, the world needs a hero. Is a pretty good record though. Too. That's that's decent. How does that beginning go of "Use the Man"? Oh man, Jeff, sing that Beatles intro. It has that weird, like it's like more bassy guitar intro. I think it is. I don't. I, I know it's like it's the sample, and then there it is. Yeah. Last goodbye. It does have that Beatles vibe to it. To live. And out I heard Jeff Winslow turn to dust. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> Looking back, and what he left of uh, plans and photographs, I think. Endgame what, was a really good record too. Yeah, totally misspoke. Jeff, go to the next track where it's that AM version of the Beatles. I'm fucking this all up. Sorry, Rob. No, this is massive. Nope. No, that's nope. Um... next. Nope. No, it's I'm t- it's got to be the beginning of Use the Man. That's the one I just played. But go to the beginning of it. I did. Go to the song before that. There's an AM radio intro. Good That's song. That's almost honest. And yep. it's not the song before because the song before, it's Trust. Trust. Oh, that riff. Go to the next song. Use the man as the next song. No. I just went in order. Rob, do you know what I'm talking about? Are these are these the Mustaine remasters? Because it might be not on it. Yes. There's yes. A, this is the remaster. Yep. It's before it's before Use the Man. I swear it's a Beatles 1950s AM fucking tune. I'll be there. There we go. <laughs> I 
Dude, this was a jam. What are you talking the about? The keyboard's just so weird. That's the only thing. You know, what oh, really... Good thing Kirk didn't steal that riff. What made me really like that song is they did that uh, that one night live concert in Buenos Aires. I think it was yes. like... I remember what year it was. Early, mid-2000s. And so, yeah, that was back when Glenn and Sean Drover were still in the band. The brothers. Yeah. They did that song, and that's when I really started liking it. I was like, man, there's something about that song. It's a good jam, you know what I mean? And I always liked it, but once I, I saw that live DVD, that's when it really, you know, and, and Risk kind of became more of a... All right, hang on. I found it. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah. And get down on my knees and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he says needles and pins. Do you like the Beatles, Shane? Sounds like you say needles and pins oil. So the remasters don't have that intro on it. Yeah. I didn't want to uh, pay Paul McCartney any more royalties. He didn't have to pay Paul McCartney. It would be Michael Jackson. Needles and pens oil. Needles thought, and pens oil. I thought oil. McCartney bought and got them back, the royalties back from him. Oh, did he? Yeah, he might I have. Don't know. Yeah. I want to. I want to listen to cryptic writings for an episode, front to back, some I, week. I don't. Come on. Well, I'm gonna have Rob on. We're gonna jam out to it. He'd rather that listen to Risk. <laughs> you guys do risk and I'll take the week off. <laughs> Good lord, holy side derail fucking sideways yeah. on episode nine eleven. You know, Robert here, he's a true fan. He he's got some knowledge. He knows a thing oh, yeah. or two oh, about the trivia yet. I, yeah, I think we should test his IQ, see what he's got, see if he's, he's worthy be- enough to be on on the Hall of Fame wall. He's been scrapbooking since Headbangers Ball. He's gonna kill us. <laughs> All right. Be just fine. All right. All right, Shane, we'll start it off. Let's. I think the boy wants to jam. I think the boy wants to jam. I think the boy's ready from Long Island City. All right, Rob, you ready? Fire away. Jump in the fire, season nine, episode 11. Question number one. You got this. What is track number eight on Ride the Lightning? Call Cthulhu. Nicely done. What's track number nine? There is no <laughs> uh, junior dad. Right. <laughs> hey, you'll like question number two here. We were talking about it's this earlier. Lulu in its entirety. <laughs> in its entirety, yeah. Hidden track. <laughs> question number two. Where was the music video for one filmed? What uh, city it was I should in say? Los Angeles. Um, in some like dingy warehouse. I remember that. Great yep. answer. Nicely That's done. Great. That's perfect. That's Nicely done. For. I need to find where that warehouse was and just go eat a Chipotle burrito outside of it and just picture what's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Land your Cessna on the roof of it in Flight Simulator. Now, now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> Question three, Rob. True or false? James moved to Colorado because of his hunting, meat eating, and political opinions. False? Meat eating. It's like Jeff's new diet. 
Hell yeah, dude. You're supposed to eat animals. Carnivores. You're eating organs and shit? Yeah, like <laughs> liver and pancreas and heart and all sorts of stuff. Like from what? A cow? Yeah, beef. You're eating you're eating a cow's heart and pancreas for your diet. Actually, well, you know yeah, what? Organ organs are the most nutrient dense foods that you can eat. Listen to you. Give given the elephant in the room which came to light, I guess, a couple weeks ago. I would maybe say true. Yeah. To that question. I'd say that's that's probably a pretty good answer. Final answer, Rob. Final answer. Well played. Okay. Hunting, meat eating, and political opinions. Who wrote that question? That's not basic English. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> meat me. eating. Who the fuck says that? Meat eating. <laughs> All right. Shame question. Of, question four. Name three of the four singles from Load. Until it sleeps. One. Hero of the day. Two. King nothing. Three. Mama said. Nicely oh, got, done. Got, got all, all four. four of them. When when he said sleeps and you said one, I was going to say wrong. <laughs> <laughs> one. No I'm one. The beholder. Sorry, one wasn't on that record. Stone Cold Crazy. <laughs> Get it right, Shane. Come on. <laughs> who made the decision? I've always wondered who who decided to say Mama said's going to be a single. Probably the who? same person who said that Unforgiven <sighs> Two was going to be a single. What's wrong with that? They There's nothing that wrong with it, but it's not. That's normal. It's not a it's not a mainstream fucking song. Yeah. Unforgiven you know? 2? Well, it, I, it's not a radio song. Sure it is. How often does that song get played on the radio? In your neck of the woods on 93X about every 13 minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> the problem we is get, I listen we to We got the, fuel the, more than we got fuel here more than uh Oh god, yeah, I think the whole world did. Yeah. It's like we got fuel more than in that. memory. Yeah, memory not I so think much. I would say two fuel more single, though, Jeff. I agree, Rob. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, well, what, what about the singles? That? Fuel, memory, and unforgiven too, and that was it. Oh, and better than you. I was gonna say better than you. That was a and it the, wins a Grammy. The like, Grammy what the Award. Fuck is that better than you? <laughs> Did, can you? Can anybody? Can anybody fucking sing the riff of that? I. I can sing the drum beat. Yeah, but can you? There we go. Nice job, Rob. The funny part about that is it almost has a suicide and redemption feel to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was so overplayed in the VH1 behind the music. Here's your Grammy winners, everybody. Ladies no, and gentlemen. God. Sign me up. <laughs> dong, 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 dong. I don't know how that song won. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they win a Grammy for? How could uh, you? What was it? Was it My Apocalypse or All Nightmare that they won a Grammy for? Apocalypse, I, think. I believe. I think it was, it was Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah, you're right. Like, oh, the shortest song, the, sh- the shortest song on the record. <laughs> that just shows you who's running the Grammys. Yeah, right. And there's there's some masterpieces on that record. Like that was just your life. That is Metallica masterpiece right there. 
Rob, you're four for four. Don't let us down with question number five. Okay. He's a I take thousand it, here. I know. This is this is rare. Unlike Mr. John Pebbler last week from Charleston. Oh, don't make him feel bad. He <laughs> felt bad. You gave John him was some a, John was an awesome guest because he himself wholeheartedly has brought back the Dream No More set list. He definitely <laughs> did. He, 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 you know what? He's coming to your wedding, Jeff, so I need des- to pick him up. He deserves he deserves a golf clap for that one. Very much so. Mm-hmm. All right. You got this, Rob. Don't okay. let us down. If you let us down, the call's canceled and the episode will <laughs> not be released on Wednesday. Yeah. I'm signing out right now. I take it you're familiar with the Nimes DVD concert from France. Yes. What song kicks off that show in the Royal Coliseum? Blackened. Oh, yes. Nicely done. That's another golf clap. Wow, two golf claps in one episode. What the hell is going on? Two we golf lost claps our... within, within a minute. Have we lost our goddamn noodles or what? Nicely done, Mr. Sarantino. Isn't there some famous actor with the last name of Sarantino? It's Sorrentino, and I don't think he's an actor, but there is a, a, a famous celebrity. Celebrity, Michael, did I say the... Sarantino? Michael, the situation, Sorrentino. Everybody knows mm-hmm. him from Jersey Shore. There I'm you sure go. you've probably heard that before, especially being on Tons. the East Coast too. You get, you guys are both. You know, he's Jersey. You're New York. Tons. It's a lot of Sorrentino going on. I don't yeah. love Jersey. There's too many cars there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't play. Use the man on the radio in Newark. Use the man. I don't like Newark Airport. It's greasy. There's nobody in New York that's ever even heard the song Use the Man. And there's like, I, I'm pretty sure like half the world's population lives in New York. Jersey City. Newark. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. Jersey thing. That's all I think about when I hear that. It makes me think of that South Park episode. Jersey. Oh, oh don't worry about it. It's a Jersey thing. Muff cabbage. <laughs> Muff cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Muff Cabbage? Yeah. That's the muff name of the cabbage. episode right there. <laughs> it is for sure. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot about that. that muff was Cabbage great. with the Metallica M logo as the M. Oh, my God. Larry! <laughs> it was so nice of MetFan Mike to drop in tonight. That was that that kicked things off. I thought it was going to interrupt our flow, but that was that was awesome. No, it's been a great episode. I appreciate you taking time. I know, you know you're on the same time zone or in the same time zone as Shane. So it's like late for you guys. Yeah. Right? Real, it's 11, it's real 11 by zone. you, Jeff, right? Yeah, We know it, shit that happens an hour before you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you You're know that what? far behind the times. Guess what? The night is still young over here <laughs> in Minnesota. Rob Helvin episode, man. Is there anything we haven't touched on that you'd like to touch on? Um, before we say later, dude. Uh, this is kind Sounded of like um, I think I mentioned in the um, when I contacted you guys uh, connecting with fans during the pandemic um, oh yeah what you got and the first it, it was you know obviously I don't know how serious it was when you guys shut down but we were like locked in place like we couldn't leave um, off work um, so literally mm-hmm. surfing the web like what can I do like to keep me occupied surf my favorite band the best way and honestly the first person i found was met fan mike oh and wow the, and his pick Surprise raffles came full circle and really? his pick <laughs> and his pick raffles we have we've we we've had uh, an assortment of cats but we've had three cats mainly and one of our mm-hmm. 
one of our oldest cats. She was 20 when she passed. Um, and wow. she was my cat. 20, like, wow. like she wasn't my cat, but she, she would like, she loved me. And, um, sure. I entered met fan Mike's pick raffle the night she died. And, Two days later, he announced the winner, and I won, I think it was the Sacramento raffle, and I won the raffle. Um, oh, that was meant to so be. So that was That's that cool. was pretty crazy. Um, and I've met him. Very cool. Yeah, I've met him since, and hopefully soon, you guys. Uh, oh, I, I, I love seeing Mike. There's no, I can't even describe. And I'm not talking about the episode when we had him on. When when you meet Mike and when you talk to Mike, yeah, it feels like five minutes, and all of a sudden it's been an hour. And the most genuine, down to earth, like most giving guy I've ever met, dude. He's he's just beyond awesome. Like I met him the first yeah. time I met him was uh, louder than life uh, at the Magbar party, which was the night between. Uh, okay, uh, Frank Druniak. I don't know if you know who he is. He's from, I think he's from Texas. Yep, no Frank. Yeah, um, all, good, all good dudes, great people. Like you said, it's like it felt like five minutes went by, and that's what that whole night was. It was like five minutes meeting everybody. Um, Absolutely. And then in Pittsburgh, me and him were actually able to hang out more. And um, it was pretty, it was pretty cool to actually like just sit down and talk and like, like just talk about how we got into the band and stuff like that. That's what it's about, man. Yeah, man. And he's all about like connecting with fans, connecting with, uh, you know, similar fans. So this is an extension of that. Exactly, Rob. How many people, you know, give me a hard time for how many times I've seen Metallica, how much traveling I do. And, you know, Jeff and I hear it every week. It's, it's not about the show anymore. It's more about you know, the we people. talk a lot about the the set list and what we're dreaming. The camaraderie, of just, yeah. It's you know I go to Pittsburgh. It's like yeah, I can guess the set list plus or minus three songs. I know what's going to happen. We mm-hmm. know what we're in for. But when you get to spend you know two three days with the people you only see a couple times a year, that nothing beats that. And that, that's what this is all about now. Yeah, that was the biggest difference between Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Seeing everybody, uh, you know, before yeah. and after the show. That was the uh, the redeeming quality of that show because I knew it was going to be pretty much the same set list minus one or two. Yeah, but you're hanging with all the friends yep. and all the all the family and hanging out and trading stuff and swapping stories and yep. blood, <laughs> sweat, and beers. Jeff, how full, how full circle is that? Mike kicks off the show and then Rob ends the show talking about just uh, talking brother. about Mike. You know, maybe <laughs> when you and Mike do your fifty nine hour episode, we got to break that can... record. <laughs> that was Here, the exact can, can text I, he sent me. Oh, Mikey, we love you, man. You got you got to tell Larry he's got to add "rock on" to his impression. Oh, that's right. He ends everything with that, doesn't he? Congrats and rock on. <laughs> we love you, Mike. We're not making fun of you. It's just you're you're a gem, one of a kind. It's always fun here. Nah, him. he's the ultimate man. Oh, yeah, great guy. Like I said, the most giving guy I've ever met out of the whole Metallica community. Most giving, most down to earth. Jeff, how are the wedding plans coming? Oh, they're still they're still coming along. We got work to do. But you have about gonna... 60, 68, 69 days to go. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's crunch okay. time. Uh, I'm re- I'm ready. Never too I'm late ready. to bail, you know. Huh? Oh no, I'll be never good. too late to bail. You can come live with me. It's okay. Yeah, down in Florida. <laughs> oh, the weirdest thing just happened. You ever have that where all of a sudden you go deaf in one ear and your ear starts ringing really bad? Hello, yeah, tonight is my old friend. Exactly. That's what you but, did? But it did it like really bad to the point where you were talking and I couldn't hear anything out of this out of this one ear. I was like, yep, and and we're doing this right now. And you're deaf. <laughs> and and, and um, you're deaf. Yep. And tinnitus. 
And earplugs don't matter anymore. And that was fun. Pretty much. Rob, thanks again, man. Season 9, episode 11. Hopefully to see you at a show soon. I will not be at the Global Citizen show, but maybe something down the line. Definitely. later. Yeah. Hopefully see, see you guys soon. Definitely keep in Look touch. Look forward to it. Absolutely. Jeff, I will see you next week with next week. a regular, maybe special guest. I don't want to tell anyone, but it might be special. might be regular. might be might just be regular. Tonight. might be more babble. Yeah. might be boring as hell. Who knows? A drop in from the Bob signal. Who knows? Maybe Pizzle will even show his awesome face to us one more time. Never know. He's still gassing up the ram to get the Hilton Head time. (laughs) He's on his way. All right. I will see you soon. All right. See you later. Rob, thanks again. We'll check you later. Have a good night, guys. See you, Rob. And goodbye. And goodbye.
Bye, boys. <laughs>